You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right. Thank you very much. Alliance. Wednesday morning. Glorious Wednesday. Getting through it and going to get you that magic uh, chance. The golden ticket opportunity will arise somewhere between 8 and 10 this morning. And have another shot for you to join us on Set Jet and head on up to Vegas. Uh, stay in Resorts World. Go see Shine Down. Go see Adam Ray. Have a nice time in Vegas with the crew. Celebrating our 22nd birthday. And uh, flying in luxury. Set Jet. Oh, cannot wait for that. That's going to be fun. Yeah, I don't really care how... If that could be a turbulent flight, and I'd still be like, this is great. Don't care. It's going to be a blast. Uh, yeah, everybody's emailing me about the times that their friends had... The one... <laughs> she said she went to an Eagles game, or Raiders and Eagles game, dressed in Eagles gear, and she was crying so hard they had to leave. Because <laughs> they were just relentless fans just <laughs> destroying her. And they have no care about your life. Weight issue. There's no body positivity. Nobody's going to step up and go, leave her alone. That's mean. You wear that gear. You are fair game. Big time. Big time. So. Hop on. I got this from yesterday. Uh, remember yesterday we were talking about whether or not, and Hellstray Hel- chimed in on text and said, and you Yahoo's date my daughter, I'd kill myself. Like uh, the guy whose daughter has a hot friend and yeah. they're like 20 he's or whatever. He's 40 and yeah, she's 23. Yeah, he's, so whatever he is, I was older than that. I, I don't remember him even giving he was pretty an age. Young. I don't think he had an age on it, but it was like his daughter was like nineteen, and he was you know in good shape, did whatever, and he joined the OnlyFans of his daughter's friend, and they've kind of struck up a thing. And he's like, "Should I take it to the next level?" You know, interesting debate to say. What would you would you let your daughter date a good friend of yours? And this guy emails in, Sean. Says uh, this morning, meaning yesterday, you talked about letting your daughter get with one of your friends. I have a 25-year-old daughter, and I actively encourage her to live in reality. Pursue a quality relationship with an established, well-off man. Marry for money and love, not just one. Because when the marriage fades, like most of them do, suddenly you are in a business. And it's almost all about money. People who won't leave something because they they hate being there, but it's not financially feasible for them to get out. Or... It's about to become a massive fight for who wins the marriage. Money. No one goes to court to drain the last drops of love out of a partner. That's a really great statement. (laughs) That is brilliantly put. No one sues somebody for more love at the end of it. I just wanted him to love me more. This is John. You're a logical man. Tell the people the reality. And before any miserable woman emails you, yeah, I'm going through a divorce and I'm getting destroyed by it. My ex is smiling all the way because her talentless ass is about to get $2 million of my money. I was a trust fund guy. Didn't expect my dad to pass away when I was 30 and I didn't have a prenup. So this broad's raping me and my dad's accomplishments without any regard while he lays in a box in a veteran's cemetery. Yeah, I'm bitter. Sean. Well, there you go. Yeah, so Sean's encouraging. Make sure that the man you get with has money first. Here's the maybe here, lived a little life. I think the 
the better lesson to teach is make sure you can take care of yourself no matter what. There's a good one. You'd rather, you know, marry for love, that's great. That helps. You should have some of that. Don't go there saying, uh, oh, I'm I'm marrying for love, but I'm making sure I'm marrying someone that's loaded that if something goes out, I'm taking care of. That's selfish. Well, yeah. Make sure that you you stand on your own two feet. Yeah. We're all watching this Kevin Costner thing unfold. But it's tough to say that when, you you know, it's a beautiful woman and we'll say she can write her own ticket. Sure. Well, that's the thing. But why would it, Why would she write her own ticket with a broke dick? And then eventually he gets money and she's yeah. done. Or vice versa. Like a dude, you know, she ends up making all the money. Very rarely does that end up in the guy's favor. But we had that one emailer call up. So, yeah, I divorced my wife and she made all the money. And I'm, I think he even had, he said he was seven figures based off of her. And it makes us all uncomfortable, but that's the way it's... We Like, we were cheering it. Like, good for you. One of the dudes won a divorce. Sean's going through a thing. So he's actively encouraging his beautiful daughter. Loves a myth. Make sure the dude's got his, his self together. Money. Get your own money. Make sure he has his money. Because it's, it's eventually going to be about that. I've been through that once. You went through it. Oh, yeah. Divorce becomes a business decision at the end. It's not... It's, it has nothing to do with, I love you so much, and I just want to make sure, even though we're not together, that everybody's happy. Uh-uh. Like, what What can I get? And then you're worried they're going to try to get you for extra. Yeah, as long as I'm happy, I don't care. That's right. At I'll the move end, on. I'll be it. fine. Yeah. I'll be fine, but yeah. Then add the old new, uh, the the new schedule that you have uh, if, if kids are involved. Oh, Every no. weekend or whatever. Thank God. High five. five. Yep. <laughs> Keep those out of the mix completely. Yeah, it's weird, but yeah. Yeah, and then you end up sticking around because you're like, ugh, that's just going to be a pain in the ass. I'll tolerate this. I have friends right now who have told me when, they're, when their last kid, they've got four, when their last kid is 18, they're done. The, was it the uh, Travis Kelsey and his brother Jason on their show? Well, like, we recognized mom and dad were different. Like, mom slept in, the, in a different room, and yeah. they didn't talk much, and it was like a... We didn't know why it was different, but it was. And he said, uh, and they stayed together until the kids were in college. And then they and, and they look back and they're like, they should have just not done it. It's easy to say when you're 30 and really wealthy. But there's no, there's just, no win there. If it's there. just coasted along, yeah, no it might be it. easier to do. I mean, I, I can understand on either side, but yeah. when you It's think easier it, if for it, you. If it's brutal for right. them and they just, you know they hate each other as a... Younger and it went on for like five or six years. Yeah. Like it's not worth well, it. When you're watching your parents not love each other, yeah, and live together, that's just for a as long bad. time. That's just as bad. Yep. That's like when you're watching two people just kind of coexist. Uh, you, you probably, I bet your therapist constantly hear that. Uh, you know, like my parents just coexist and they didn't get a divorce because of me. So now you're feeling guilty that lives were that you kind of were ruining lives. If it wasn't for me, they could have been happy. Kind of feeling. Yeah. Yeah, Sean's right, though. Be careful. And his dead dad, who worked really hard, some of his fortune goes to some lady that doesn't love his son anymore. <laughs> that's, hard to, that's hard to swallow. <laughs> that's a tough one. Didn't expect that dad, dad passed away early. He got a big inheritance, and now she's going to get some of that. Oh, boy. Well, he's a bitter man. I, can't, I think I like Sean. They make me laugh. That makes me giggle. Now, speaking of bitter men, this dude's another one. That I actually have to go with this. I agree. Uh, there's a man suing the hospital in Tennessee because they forced him to stay in the room while his wife got a C-section. 
They wouldn't let him leave. They kept telling him he's a bad person if he leaves. You've got to stay here and watch this. He's like, I can't look at this stuff. Because if you ever seen a C-sec, did you watch yours? Did, no. You, yeah, you don't go in no, there. They, don't, and the, and, and they gut pile him. Yeah. They, 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 they put up, it looked like it was, uh, you know, it was at Turf Paradise. Yeah. It was still <laughs> the open. The tent is up. They, they put a tent up over. It was a little that I couldn't. You know, I'd have to go over there and, and look over if yeah. I wanted to see. See our blue tent on the sidelines? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Just, and you hope that one of them comes out okay. The, but, uh, you know, it took all of, which was amazing, it was 11 minutes. That's still 11 minutes of what you're seeing is a long 11 minutes. If they they take all the stuff out and put it on their chest, everything comes out, then a baby comes piling out, and they shove everything back mm. in. I don't need to see that. Man in Australia, he's suing a hospital. He watched his wife deliver a baby via C-section in 2018, and says he's had psychotic illness since. He filed the lawsuit uh, a couple years after the operation, declaring the experience has led to the breakdown of his marriage. He can't look at her. And documents filed in the suit, he alleges that he was encouraged, uh, and not just encouraged, but uh, demanded that he observes the delivery. It is the thing to do, they said. He saw his wife's internal organs, he saw blood, and he cannot see her again. The hospital <laughs> breached a duty of care it owed to him and is liable to pay damages. His lawsuit seeks damages. Ready? From, ready for this number, Brett? And I'm with this guy. All right. You make me look at this, this is the number I'm putting on. What are you looking for, Tim? $642 million. <laughs> I mean, holy Moses. And I think that illness will go yeah. away. Wow. To me, that is worth getting a girl pregnant. C-section is the, you know, the, obviously they just cut the middle of their tummy out, rip all their guts out. The baby's underneath that stuff. They pull that thing out, slice it out of the bag or whatever it's in. Uh, it pukes out all over the place. It's spilling water. The floor's all slippery. They they just that feel 21 and a half shovel. inch Ugh. orb of love. Yeah. They, just, they shove that back in there, and then that ugly little thing comes out, starts crying. Ugh. Your life's over, and he recognized it right there. And on top of it all, you don't want to see your wife's guts. God damn. Halftime, you don't even want to see your wife in a bikini. That's worth about $312 million to most guys. And you see her in a bikini with her stomach wide open? Six forty. <laughs> Six forty two US dollars. He's suing for American money. That's <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, I they shouldn't it shouldn't be mandatory. Some guys can't take it. Girls, you can't pick up spiders without losing your minds. Guys don't have to look at your honey hole explode like a joke cigar just for love. Stop it. Stop making men do that. You don't realize we're visual. You say that all the time. If they're more visual, we're more emotional and internal. Right. So don't make us look at the thing we like blown up. Yeah, I think we were, Ronnie and I were on the same page necessarily. You didn't want to see it. uh, I'd like you in the room, but you don't have to watch. You don't have to. uh, It's funny because most women will be in the house and stuff. And if they are changing their clothes and you wander into the closet and they're bent over and their butthole's in the air, they're like, hey, I don't want you to see me like that. But... Throw a baby in the mix, and we're allowed to watch their blowout. It's <laughs> a crowned head coming yeah. out. I don't, why are you screaming? I don't want you to see me like this now. Because basically they're having a bad day, and they want you to see it too. They want you to witness their misery. They're miserable. You're miserable. Nobody gets out alive in this one. So they forced it. Your maybe dad that's was, the difference. She wasn't miserable. No. Because she's having a C-section. Yes, she doesn't feel a thing. She's got a, some, you know. Stomach muscles to clear up in a few, oh, a few you're weeks sore. of pain. You gotta be, sure, yeah. soreness. Yeah. 
You did it to yourself. There was a baby in there. This is your doing. We did it together, John. (laughs) No, you didn't. She did it all alone. And she knew it, and she was excited about it. Your husband wasn't that excited. He pretended to be to keep you quiet. He also kept telling you you were attractive throughout. That's a lie, too. I had to bathe that baby orc that came out at first. <laughs> oh, it's gross. And then they hand the father, you want it? Not yet. Yep. Not Go yet. to the sink. Okay, they'll clean that thing off. They give you a job immediately. Go wash it. I, this is way above my and pay And they're like, scale. no, no, not like a cat. I'm like, <laughs> I got 18 yeah. years of taking care of this. Don't make me start now. No, under the sink. Stop throwing up on it. <laughs> Somebody else do this. This isn't first day job stuff. I'm, I'm in training. I've been washing the plastic one in the classes, but honestly, I haven't paid much attention. This thing's got a real butt crack. The plastic one didn't have that. Hey, Doc, there's a hose coming out of his belly. (laughs) That's the umbilical cord. Would you like to chop that open and watch some of the roll out of it? No. you, Doc. Also, your wife just took a on the table. Isn't it beautiful? (laughs) This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. Stop it. Your dad had the right idea, Brady. He was golfing when you were born. Now that's <laughs> My sister the other day was like, you know what? I don't think she was there for all three of, of us. Of course not. You were the youngest one. He didn't go to any she of them. She confirmed that one for sure. Yeah. Like, Torp Bogan was on the eighth hole when he got a message from probably one of the black employees of the country club because they weren't allowed to join. Mr. Bogan, Mr. Bogan, I got an urgent message for you. Hey, did she have it? She sure did, sir. All right. Thank you, Leroy. Now get out of my sight, <laughs> Leroy, before I have you arrested. That was back in your, when you were, uh, when you were, that's exactly how it worked on the country club. Your dad was culpable. He's in on that. Mr. Bogan, Mr. Bogan. You heard that. It was so backwards. Yeah, the there. <laughs> Mr. Bogan, your son come out. You wouldn't happen to have any cigars. Would you <laughs> have that in the stag bar? Go put some gloves on it. Bring me something to smoke. <laughs> yes, sir, Mr. Bogan. I'll be right back. You piece of s***, <laughs> mother <laughs> Hope your kid has brain damage. And a blended pink thing. <laughs> I heard Mr. Bogan's baby has the brain damage. Good. Boy, I hate touch. that mother so much. Thanks a lot, Leroy. It means the world to me. That was it. Now, that's the way it should be. Dude should not be in there. Ladies, we are visual. We don't need to see that. We never, ever need to see that. It's gross. What we need is Leroy bringing us cigars on wherever we're having fun the day you're in hell. You did it to yourself. Just to be devil's advocate, oh, I'd boy. almost rather have seen Alex come out of a C-section than the way I saw it. Of course. The world. You shouldn't have to see that. Exactly. My friends, you couldn't look away though. Was it like one? I didn't have a choice. The doctor was like, "Are you ready, Dad?" (laughs) And you're like, "All right, you're gonna catch him." They clockwork arms to him. His eyes were pried open. He's sitting in a chair, taped down. No, I want to see this. I want to see it. You're gonna watch this. Look at it. Look at it. It'll never be the same. (laughs) As soon as I put my hands over the curtain, there he was. Oh God! And you saw the. Oh. Yes. Oh, the trenches. Oh, life is so beautiful. It isn't beautiful. <laughs> High five again, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first drop. But I'll tell you this. Immediately after birth, not after birth, what, but what, immediately what? after the birth, I would have rather had sex with that than a Ravens fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather slid around inside that wound for... 
it would kiss him next. I would have been romantic about it. Mm, you're not a Ravens fan. It would have been better than effing a Ravens fan. Yeah, than any of the other NFC West yeah, fans. Yeah, if it was a San yeah, Francisco. You're probably right. If at that moment a San Francisco 49 er oh, super fan model was in the room and you had the option to, to bang Dawn seconds after birth. Clean her up, Doc. Yeah, clean her up. No, don't even clean it up. I'll spit on it. I'll get All it right away. Right <laughs> I'll dab that with a sponge, a damp sponge. Yeah, it's getting ridiculous with that. So $642 million. That's the precedent. And I hope he get. you know, he's shooting for the stars. He's not getting the full 642. He's like Costner's wife. He hit a big number. If he gets $200 million, everybody's going to be wanting their wives to get C-sections. They're coming after the hospital. If a doctor even said, and it should be an option, and it shouldn't be frowned upon when a man's like, I can't. They got one over here. Or they put him in a bag. They put a bag over his head, and he's just in the room. He doesn't have to see that. I'm standing up for you. Hey, yo, Brett. Thank God my son was born at 26 weeks. Emergency C-section. I wasn't allowed in. I was chilling, eating Carl's Jr. They were gutting her. <laughs> he had himself a double Western bacon cheeseburger. He's the fries, double Western bacon cheeseburger, and uh, geez, I don't know if I'm going to... I'll have the Mountain Dew, I suppose. <laughs> Uh, it's my wife. She's almost done. Was <laughs> the baby born last Friday on Double Cheeseburger Day? So I'm not allowed in there? No, sir. You have to go. How long is this going to take approximately? I'm peckish. <laughs> I think I want a little Sammy. <laughs> Wife's in there getting gutted in an emergency C-section, and this dude grabs a burger and some fries. <laughs> that's, that's, I want that dude running my corporation. Nothing shakes him. I'm not easily rattled. <laughs> my friend's uh, wife, his first child, and he didn't want to be in there, but they forced him in there. She started to hemorrhage, and it was like the it was like you know red rum, red rum. It was just a sea of blood, and they got nervous and pushed him down, and everybody got pushed out of the room. He said, and there was one person in the room and me sitting in a chair, the floor covered in blood. Oh. and he's like, I don't know what happened. He goes, Did I just witness the death? Is there so much blood you couldn't believe it? And, I'm like, uh, uh, and they made just and you watched the second one. He goes, well, I had to see one go right. I mean, you went back down there after that. And he goes, Oh yeah. I'm like, you're disgusting. Sounds like a Rob Zombie movie or something. Yeah, it, oh, yeah, man. yeah. Horrible story. The Shining. Six hundred and four. It's worth six forty two m, according to that story. <laughs> Get half a. I'm bill. not saying he's wrong. I'm saying the dude's dead <laughs> on. Half, might be a little light, as a matter of fact. Half a bill for seeing your wife's guts in person. <laughs> That's how gross they are. My uncle's best friend was on Jerry Springer in the early 90s because he watched his child get born and he refused to go down on her ever again. And she that was ruining their marriage because he couldn't look at it anymore. I just you can't. It was It's Vietnam. Yep. It, you don't understand the PTSD that comes from that for some people who don't like blood. Yep. And women should understand it more than anybody. They turn their heads at cartoon blood. A lot of them, not all of them. But not all men. The alignment's different. It's yeah. just all. It's yeah. just all off. You rattle yeah. at forty-five miles. Yep. It's just, yeah. At forty-five yeah. miles an hour, they start shaking. Yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> you know, network alignment. Get that stuff never, straightened yeah, out, or it's, what? It's just hey. never the same as the OEM part. Brett. Yeah, it can't be recalibrated. It you gotta just put that can't thing be. back up on the rack. Yeah. You can't so adjust it. Shove a mush ball out of that hole nope. and expect it to be normal nope. again. 
<laughs> we lie to you. It's never the same. Toledo's you the only a curb in your Jeep. You, you wouldn't the, go for right. The you wobble at forty-five. Yeah. So they need Carfax for women now. Yeah, I mean, basically yeah. just yeah. see well, what kind of accidents that happen. They right, do. It's trailing right behind them. <laughs> yeah. That's the Carfax. Yeah. Carfax is being pushed ahead and trailing uh, behind. Yeah, Carfax is basically how many accidents have you been in? <laughs> Two, uh, Braden and Caden. <laughs> Three-quarter ton. Yeah. It can haul 9,000 pounds. Toledo's the first dad that I've ever heard say, it's never the same. Oh, no. You said that to me. He's like, oh, it's not the same. And I'm like, every dad is like, oh, it's just, everything's nope. accurate, nope. normal. It's never been recalibrated properly. The act is just as fun, but it's a different, it's a different road. <laughs> it's got some potholes. Needs some, yes. Needs yes. a little uh, government attention. Yes. Hilarious. And there's nothing you can do about it. Xavier Howard has four on the way. And then somebody sent me the uh, text Xavier has going between one of the ladies that's accusing him of having a baby uh, in her belly from him. And it basically says, quit telling people I'm pregnant by you. <laughs> Are you pregnant by me? And she goes, I ain't told nobody. And then the next one is just in the clearest billboard English. Get abortion. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then the, she says, go to hell with a fire emoji. Yeah. And he says, quit sending me poop emoji. <laughs> and then she goes, okay. And then there's a pause in time. And the last one says, how much money you need? I don't want a baby by you. <laughs> how much money you want to make that disappear? Texture says, four at once. John, how much is my trauma worth? The front desk gave me the wrong room number when my wife oh. was having heart problems. <laughs> When I walked in the room, that person flatlined and all the alarms started going off and doctors started rushing in. You think it's his wife? I froze, started to break down. Doctor calmly walked up to me and asked me who I was looking for and then rushed me away to the right room. You don't need to see this. We're making horrible mistakes in here. I thought she was going into the heart operation, walks in the room, and it's a C-section. What's going on here? That can't be the only way to the heart. And the doctor's in there just going, hey, what are you here for? Well, I'm here for uh, Mrs. Steinholz. Oh, you're in the wrong room. Look, I was playing God for a second. I've made terrible errors. Get out. I thought I could do magic. She's gone. Isn't the heart higher, Doc? Everybody, you're, going, you're going in there. You've got long arms or something. Everybody's speaking from experience now. This guy says, after watching both, I agree that a C-section isn't as bad as watching her front butt explode and crap all over the table. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> then you got to hold it up like Simba. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, she's laying in a puddle of her own brown filth. The circle of life. It's beautiful. You, not from my perspective, love. <laughs> oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> Let me hold it. Let's wipe your thighs off. You got all over yourself. <laughs> Blech. Well, anywho, good talk, boys. Good talk. <laughs> yeah. Six forty-two. Why? It's our turn. We're going to start getting some money. I'm still saying he might be a little light on that number. Yeah, I think that's that's a cool bill. Yeah. <laughs> give me that third comma. Give me. Give me I'm going to. I'm a member of the two comma club. He didn't want to be greedy. <laughs> I want to be a reasonable man. <laughs> I want out this two comma club. Give me that third comma. <laughs> I got a billion dollars because my wife's guts are. He should have taken a couple snapshots and showed it to the judge. Jesus Christ. Ruling in favor of the plaintiff. Christ on a crutch. That's your guts. I'm going to divorce my wife. 
But any doctor that says, no, you have to watch this. Yeah, I don't. That's, 642. that's an odd thing. Uh, they, there's a lot of pressure they on guys do, to be they in there. They do want you in the room. But I asked. I'm like, Don. Can I leave? No, I asked Don. Yeah. Do you want me in the room? Not right now, no. Okay. But you asked her that every day, and the answer was always not right now. Well, yeah. I took it a little <laughs> That had nothing to do with the birth of the child. might change things. Boy, did she take it seriously after yeah. the birth. In fact, I remember at your wedding, it was like, do you want him in the room? No! Oh, I got all right. <laughs> she didn't want anything to do with you, so. He's got that African gray on his shoulder, the parrot. <laughs> hey, Don, you see the doctor as a... Okay, get the parrot out of here. Look at the guts. Look at his guts. He's never going to want to f*** you again. Okay. Get a parrot. You didn't say the word there, did you? You no. made the bird. Okay. <laughs> Sounded like it. Did it? Yeah. Go to the tape. No, no. <laughs> oh, there's no tape. Yeah, you hear it in your head. <laughs> Challenge flag. I don't know what word you think I said. I'm, I'm triggered, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's right. not what I was saying. That's not what he said. I, I didn't you know, know what I, <laughs> Your brain did a filthy joke I didn't tell. <laughs> Bigot. I didn't say that. The parrot did. And it's because you had people train him to do it. Oh, to go along with the one who uh, crapped on the table. John, my wife did a water birth with our first. Right. Yep. Floaters would pop up as the contractions okay. happened. That's got to be like is, a, a she was inking. She was in a crap stew, <laughs> only he didn't say inking. crap. No. <laughs> inking. <laughs> Ugh. And then, Water here's your child. Yeah, quit <laughs> saying it's beautiful. And dudes, it's our job. Brady, it's your job. It was a it's women's be- job, too. Beautiful day of my life. <laughs> Shut up. The result was good. You didn't have yeah, to Yeah, when they handed that. me the orc, I was yeah. fine. Yeah, you're beautiful. fine. Who sings that wow. song, honestly? Still not beautiful. I've... It's not beautiful. It's a it's a touching moment. There's nothing visually I'm not putting the sash on her no. saying Miss America. No, there's or, no you know, beauty. <laughs> Let's call it what it is. It's a car crash. Every, everyone survived the car crash. It does blow crash. you away that, wow. Disgusting. Yeah, a, a person's alive and she's carrying around in your... It is disgusting. It is disgusting. There's nothing pretty about it. It just it blows you away. That stuff on a sock and a towel created this. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. no. That, the science behind it's amazing. Yeah. yeah. The car crash and the gore and the O.J. Simpson's wife's porch that's right behind you, it doesn't outweigh the beauty of holding life. Uh-uh. <laughs> Clean her off. Give it to me. I'll stand on the thing and present it to the other animals. Then we As you're lifting it up, is it wrapped like a burrito? Yeah, yeah. They do that at Diamondbacks games now. Hold up your infant when they play oh, the Lion that. King thing and everybody holds a baby in the air. Did you see what they did in San Diego, though? Uh-uh. It was on dog night. They made you hold that's, up your dog. See, that's better. <laughs> I still, And I'm a dog guy. I don't like bringing dogs to the ballpark. I just think that's a bad thing. You don't idea. like barking in the park? No, I think it's dumb. Just go to the goddamn game and enjoy baseball. What are you going to bring your family? <laughs> kids can go. Diamondback night no, is barely, awesome. Though. Barely. No, I don't want kids there. No, I, I don't kids want them there. Right. But they, no. Come you on. get you got to retrain a new generation of fan. So, but then they get then they get those little bastards up there doing the announcements. And no, stuff. Don't, I don't uh, want them yeah, involved. You know, in that's that. that's no, the no, worst. No. Don't employ them. Just let them bring their <sighs> bring their glove and right. catch a ball. And the second the kid's no longer interested, it goes home. You know, when yes. it's running around, you're like, okay, we're at. They the should have an adult section at the ballpark too. No kids. That sounds hot. <laughs> they tried that at Chase, didn't they? For the they put that bar out in the outfield. Well, they Wasn't just put a, like they a put a place Coors to hide your bar? kids. Yeah, yeah, they get a couple of spots. But anyway, <laughs> hide from your kids is what you meant. <laughs> yeah. This man needs medical attention. 
Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Holmberg's morning sickness. It's always been a family game, Brett. <laughs> Our gay listener, Nathan, says, are you guys sure you're not all gay? John, honestly, you're having the exact same conversations on the radio that we have all the time. <laughs> Women and children, how gross their vaginas are. We're in complete agreement about that entire disgusting sea monster that you guys love so much. <laughs> you should hear Michael, my neighbor. He thinks vaginas are the grossest things on the planet. And he's dipped in one. And yet, oh, he has? Yeah, he dipped. Oh. And he thought it was disgusting. Had to test the waters no, no. first. Is he? No, he's a platinum. Platinum I, meaning? I think he's the platinum one. Meaning? He never touched never? the Yeah, he's just. Is there a diamond level? Gay from like, the first day. That's, what's noir? <laughs> I don't know if you get it. Well, I think platinum trumps. Well, no, platinum is lower noir yeah. area. Yeah. Noir is a, with a black person. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you've taken. You've, you've, noir is you've only yeah. done gay black. Yeah, that's it. You've never actually dabbled in the white man. <laughs> He's noir. There's platinum where you've, you know, you're all over the road. Still haven't earned all the points. Yeah, he's disgusted by vaginas. He's actually said that. He goes, Megan, if I, if, if I wasn't, you'd be the type I'd like until I saw it. <laughs> like, she's walking around bathing suit or something at the pool. This is perfect. Like, this is, this, you're, honey, this is fantastic. And I think I'd make a switch for you until I saw it. <laughs> then Sigmund the sea monster staring me in the face, and all I want to see is a pole. <laughs> I got asked, did that make Megan a little yeah. self-conscious? Like, no, I think she was. Com- I think it was a compliment. Like I could swing it if I wasn't right. cursed with this bullet wound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all it would take is just to her to unfurl a, a crank, and he'd be into it. But. He was grossed out by it. It makes me laugh hysterically when they were talking about vaginas, though, because they hate them. Like, the, the real gay ones were, I mean, it, it's, it, it truly is like talking about murder. <laughs> oh, stop. We're eating. <laughs> really? You guys are that grossed out? It's so disgusting. You know when you cut a tomato in half and just look at it and think it's not done yet? That's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> Unripe fruit. Yuck. Uh, <laughs> all right. We're 42 minutes away from the uh, the doors opening to the golden ticket. So pay attention very closely. Come on, what, phones. What could be yours. And the phones, we may shut them down. We may have to. We may. We may have to go to. Everybody last night at Four Peaks had another way to do it. Why don't you just give out, like, you do the golden ticket thing, and then we all text golden ticket, and then we do a random draw, and you we call them. I'm like, it's not a bad idea if the phones do it. And again, for those who don't know, our phones are cleverly all internet based so we can crash them like a website that gets too much traffic it's like aol back in the day i mean jesus it's worse than aol aol worked it did sometimes you had to wait a little bit but it, it worked. aol worked it was sometimes slow mm-hmm. but it never just said nothing usually that was your fault this is our fault our phones our phones are like uh you know it's basically Staring at the wheel of death on your screen yeah, I'm a fan of blacked.com, and sometimes you look at that and go, that isn't fitting in her. The phones are a little tiny white girl, and the audience is a giant uh, ah. black guy in porn. And we're trying to stuff him into this tiny little phone, and it breaks. <laughs> to put it in terms you can all understand, pornography. 
It's America 2023. He's speaking, used to be sports analogies. Now it's porn analogies. Holmberg's right. It's kind of like a little white woman on black.com. You try to stuff too much in there, she's going to break. It's a fact. So we'll try to make it right. We'll, we'll figure it out. But we'll get our, we'll get our eighth caller today when you hear the, the drop. And people are like, nobody's ever going to win this thing. And we'll get somebody. We almost had one yesterday. I even asked her the last three, see if she could have gotten them. Nailed them. Already got. And already this morning, uh, I've given away three answers to today's questions. If you're paying attention, get it in there. The girl last night knew my mom and dad's name. That was her fifth question. What's John's uh, dad's name? And she goes, your parents are Marcy and Dan. There you go. That might pop up again today. So keep it in your head. Just for the sake of it, because we're not playing it. Brett's dad's name is Kurt. Toledo's dad's unavailable. What's true? According to the birth certificate, is unknown. Yeah. It actually, I don't know how they spelled it, but on his birth certificate, it says father. <laughs> and you, felt the, on, you feel the breeze, Dust too. on the prairie. Out for smokes. <laughs> Out for smokes would be solid. Marlboro. <laughs> I wonder if I can get that on NFL.com. Out for smokes on the back of a jersey. I wonder if you smoked enough. To you get the Marlboro rewards if, if one of them is like, if I get 10 more, my dad shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Points. Hey, I, got the, I got the hat. That's pretty cool. I got the cool hat. And then 10 more. And uh, he has to return. <laughs> Your dad comes back from smoke run. All right. Earned a billion rewards. It says name of father. It just says tumbleweed. <laughs> Intelligent. <laughs> Rolling along with the tumbling tumbleweeds. <laughs> Jack Palance. Uh, what do you got on the big board there, Bert? Uh, wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Weather's getting nice, and I've told you before, I'm going to tell you again. They got uh, all their bikes from Santa Cruz and Kona on sale at Action Ride Shop. And uh, if you got you already got a nice bike, well, get that thing tuned up right now. Go on Action Ride Shop, mention KUPD, and get $10 off a full bike tune-up. So go visit the boys over there in Gilbert Road and Southern, or just visit them online, actionrideshop.com. Uh, on the list, Slipknot, Shine Down, getting ready for the show. That's Ministry, hell yeah. Uh, ACDC, because uh, Dirty Deeds turns 47 years old today. What? Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Wow. Hate Breed, Parkway Drive, Static X, Fugazi. I haven't seen that in a while. Uh, Misfits and Soundgarden. Waiting Room by Fugazi. Dirty Deeds is 47. we got to celebrate that birthday. There's a lot of good stuff on there. Dirty Deeds itself is great. Big Balls is on that album. Yeah. Uh, I can't even think of names of songs. I just remember the back of Rocker. It. Rocker. 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 Yeah. So, oh, okay, we'll go with Rocker. I'm a roller. I'm an out, out of control. 47 years. That's, yeah. 1976. 47 years ago, that comes out. 47 years prior to 1976. It was 1929. Stock market crash. Do you think any music from 1929... Popular in 1976 on the radio. It'll be great. You'll yeah. be as well. <laughs> There's an old man walking down the road, Jesse. Now, there could be a reboot of a blues song like Zeppelin. But not the song. Like, not the artist. Like, there's like ACDC doesn't need to be rebooted. Oh, that's right. You know what like, I mean? Lead like, Belly wasn't putting right a new hit out in 76. <laughs> It's not a thing that, you know, 76, you're hearing that between Rocker and Led It'd be Zeppelin. a cover, maybe. Uh, let's go back in the archives here on K-Rock LA and uh, 
Here's the ink spots. All right, there's a little Zeppelin for you to prove that we've evolved. But 76 to 2023, this one's still solid. Now back to Amos and Andy. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, think of it. There was, you know, we were 18 years removed from, or 20 years removed from, no, it was 18 years. 18 years to Jackie Robinson, for God's sakes. That gap of time between Rocker and today and the gap of time, uh, you know, the exact same amount of time prior to Rocker, so much changed. It's not going to be a song you're hearing in 76 anywhere. (laughs) This is not a thing, but Rocker will play. It's great. I loved that album. And I was 10 years late on that one. I got that in the mid-80s. Yeah, because I was, you know, starting to really get into good music. I didn't know what to do. I liked a lot of different stuff, but that one was that album had me. My buddy Scott Espindola came over and he's like, "Dude, you've got that." I'm like, "Yeah." My dad won't let me listen to it. I'm like, why? <laughs> Threw it on. We're listening to that the whole day, like a couple of weirdos. Miss, did you mention that the top song of 1930 was "Putting on the Ritz"? <laughs> was it really? Yeah. I think it was you from were, 1912. You were right there. To 1941 was always like. If you don't, it's just that's what it was. Like, let's play that again in '76. But we needed that techno weirdo from yeah. Germany to redo it. I just always remember like '82 Peter Boyle yeah. version. Yeah, yeah, Taco, Taco. Oh, yeah, that's the guy. Right. I remember, oh, you have oh, Taco. Yeah, I this. <laughs> and he even went back in time with the thing. <laughs> This is how they redid it. Because <laughs> if they'd have tried to play the original. When you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Putting on the Ritz. We got in trouble on the bus for singing this one. I just took a. <laughs> hey, I just took a. Dressed up like a million dollar troop. It sucks now. Oh, this yeah. one didn't even hurt. Yeah. All right, that's oh, stupid. Man. Meanwhile, we're about to play Rocker off of Dirty Deeds. And if you just brushed up this recording, yep. same band, same everything, it's a hit. I could see Danko Jones doing this one. So like covering I listen, this. I listened to the new Danko yesterday. It's good. Yeah. Real. There's two clunkers on it. Yeah. Big time. And he always does it. Every album he's got, you're like, Jesus, what were you thinking putting that on there? It's got about six songs. Gotta fill it. Pure Danko Jones. Just well, What he could do is eliminate the garbage, and that would be one less album every two years. He puts out albums like crazy. Nobody even knows. And he'd have better records. But he just he's so prolifically just firing out music. But two of the songs are so bad, you don't even know what to do with them. But, man, that album otherwise is great. Yeah, Danko could cover this. And oh, yeah. Rocker's great. You got it, Rich? Yeah. All right, let's do it. AC, 47 years ago. Dirty Deeds done dirt cheap. This is Rocker. Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. Yes, yes, yes. 